and let the physical body know that it's okay to be bigger and better than ever before. So the whole goal is letting the physical body experience the mind experiencing the body being great. So your body experiences your mind and your mind is experiencing your body being great. So it's like pulling back a couple of levels. You're observing yourself being amazing. Your subconscious mind is imprinting new information. Your subconscious mind is really tuning into a higher level of greatness than ever before. And you get to keep that. Hi, my name is Prince Daniels Jr. And I'm a former NFL running back, an author and thought leader who lives by the mantra, nothing is impossible unless you truly believe it is. I found the Game Beyond the Game Talk That Talk as a place for thought-provoking and inspiring conversations with professional athletes discussing life's transitions. Game Beyond the Game is an ecosystem for professional athletes to cultivate the mindset to discover their overall purpose and vision in the game of life. And now, it's time to talk that talk with your MC, Stan Pearson II, and myself, Prince Daniels Jr. Got a special, special, special person today uh, that I would love for her to introduce herself, but she's not going to introduce herself, so I'm going to take the honors and introduce her myself. And uh, so make sure that you stay tuned. Today, we're going to be talking about being in the zone understanding the zone and how to get into the zone so without further ado let me go ahead and introduce this rock star that she is miss laura mitchell wow look if you don't know her you need to know her because she's the best in the world at getting you in the zone now her and i well you know i would say we may be in the tie right <laughs> but she's amazing at what she does all right so for anyone in life who wants mastery from the pro court to the C-suite and every living being in between, Laura will show you that magic happens in the zone. Look, Laura is a holistic mental performance specialist for elite performance and is the best in the world at getting them in the zone. She's a thought leader in the field of holistic player development and holistic sports medicine. She uses her proprietary methods with elite NCAA, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and MLB athletes, staff, and coaches. Laura is also a partner with Turn to Equity Partners and has appeared on the Dr. CBS, CBS News, local in L.A., and numerous podcasts and other media outlets. Look, the, I don't I, I feel like I don't need to say anything else because this woman is incredible. So without further ado, let me just go ahead and introduce you to the woman of the hour, Miss Laura. Wow. Laura. Hey. Thank you for having me. That's a way too long of a bio. I'll cut it down in half. I need one sentence. I am Laura Wild. And that's that's enough, right? No, I mean you need it all. You need it all. So I just want to let you know. That. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for being on the show today. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm having a wonderful day and life is good. I've been working with clients today and hanging out on Clubhouse. So you know, if I'm doing that, I'm always gonna be excited about life. Nice, nice, nice. I'm super excited. I'm super excited. Look, we've had an opportunity to meet in such an organic way. Um, and we also had an opportunity to share a lot of stages on Clubhouse. And we're looking to do something in the near future on The Zone. So we can let people know that getting into The Zone is a process. But once you learn this process and your body muscle memory remembers it, it's going to be easier for them to get into the zone. So, um, 
you know, I'm ready to jump right into the conversation if you are. Yes, I am for sure. I'm ready right now. I'm in the zone. <laughs> what a zone reside. What a zone no reside. <laughs> That's where the money resides in the zone. Promise you. So, right. So, if you don't mind me asking, like, can you tell the audience a little bit about your background and who you are? Yeah, I'm Laura Wild, and I work with pro athletes. I was not a pro athlete for many reasons, mostly because they didn't have pro sports for me when I came out of college basketball. It was only in Europe, and the pay was low. So, but I love working with athletes. I love helping to expose the greatness within. And others. And the reason I say expose is because they often don't even realize how great they are. Mm. You might, you right now, if you're listening, I bet you don't realize how great you are. And it would be my job to teach you that because that's what I'd love to do. I do holistic healthcare, you know, quantum sports medicine, all those things. Sometimes people think they're woo woo, but what the cool thing is, is science is now backing everything up. So I have a great time with my work. It's fun. I love, I mean, what better work to do than helping unleash someone's genius, you know? Ooh, that's nice. That's nice. So, Laura, how how did you get into um, uh, teaching people how to get into the zone? Well, I started doing a training program um, like in 2008, so a long time ago. I started training myself how to get in the zone using Alpha Mind training techniques And when I finished it, I realized I was really extra intuitive and even boarding on the level of being quite psychic. And I could get in the zone really fast. And when I'd get in the zone, I could do things like things that didn't matter, like solving puzzles on my um, iPhone or things that did matter, like making a better grade on a test or literally feeling like I knew the answer. I could feel the answer. And then I could get in the zone when I did my workouts, when I took my tennis lessons. You know, I would channel my inner Venus Williams. Because mm. back in the day, Venus was the one. You know, I know we talk about Serena, but I was really channeling my inner Venus Williams and becoming a better athlete because of it. So I thought, huh, I could teach other people how to do this. I love it. I love it. Like your inner Venus. Um, in my book, I talk about um, your inner G, your inner greatness, your inner uh, genius. Right. And I love how you say that. You know, what I've learned is that uh, we have and we use some of the same language. And it's because whenever you're looking to reach your peak, right, and you get to the top, you start realizing the same language happens. Um, the, the same vibration frequency starts to occur and you start to see like minded people that's around you. So um, when it comes to like reaching the zone or or taking the steps to get there. Can you just kind of walk us through a small little um, exercise or something that you've experienced? Yes. Uh, One thing I started doing with doing because people don't always want to meditate. As you know, some people are afraid of meditation. (laughs) So I start by saying, well, can you just pause for a second and do nothing? I literally say, pause, stop breathing. I promise you won't die because you have an innate wisdom that'll take over and you'll start breathing in a minute. So close your eyes. Don't do anything. And then let the next, and be quiet, and let the next breath find you. So don't look for a breath. Allow it to find you. Let it fill your lungs. And when that next breath finds you, you didn't take it. You received it. You allowed it. And since you allowed it, it's all yours. And you can move it through your body however you want to. So allow that breath to be like an elevator. And when you feel it move up or down your body, really connect with the ground and the Mother Earth energy. And then when the breath moves back to the top of your head, 
Allow it to literally not be stopped by anything because you are not your body. Don't let your body be a boundary to your existence. Your beingness is not in the bones. You're not a bag of bones. You're so much more than that. And let your breath show you. Your breath can carry you to the cosmic arena or the cosmic field where you can be an even better athlete than you ever were in the material world. So the elevator breathing starts you off. So you have to relax the body to get into the zone. So once the body's relaxed, you start to relax the mind. You just allow yourself to play and be imaginative and literally feel yourself and find yourself moving through a rainbow of colors and then feel yourself on the field as a child, just having a good time, being the joy. You started your sport because it was fun. You loved it and you still love it. And then I want you to enter what I call the cosmic arena or the cosmic field and use your biggest imagination to see yourself entering that cosmic arena or the cosmic field. And there you are superhuman. I want you in this space called the cosmic field, whatever you've created, the cosmic arena. Maybe it's even an office for you, the cosmic office, the cosmic sales office. I want you to see yourself being amazing. There you're superhuman. Maybe you're not even human. And I want you to do things like score a million points in the game or throw for 80 million touchdowns, something that makes you laugh because it's never been done. So I want you to live the impossible anytime you're in the quantum field or the cosmic arena, the cosmic field, live and do the impossible because then you can actually collapse the waves of the quantum and let the physical body know that it's okay to be bigger and better than ever before. So the whole goal is letting the physical body experience the mind, experiencing the body being great. So your body experiences your mind and your mind is experiencing your body being great. So it's like pulling back a couple of levels. You're observing yourself being amazing. Your subconscious mind is imprinting new information. Your subconscious mind is really tuning into a higher level of greatness than ever before. And you get to keep that. And you can even tap over the center of your chest, right near your sternum. Tap that in so that you know it by heart. And when you get ready, you can open your eyes again. And I want you to go there and experience the zone whenever you can. And that's just the short version of entering the cosmic arena or the cosmic field where you're great. Thank you. Thank you, Prince. The cosmic athlete beyond mindfulness. How to compete within the cosmic zone. Look. My sister just shared some insightful information that's amazing that allows you to get into the zone. Now, Laura, you know, what you just shared with us was so amazing and beautiful. If someone were to say to you, oh, I just felt like I meditated. Like, how do you um, help them get over that from a mental standpoint? And then... um, why is meditation such a, a uh, has a, has such a negative connotation? Yeah. Well, one thing that I've been trained in is how to use my voice to offer quantum transmissions. So when I teach the zone, I'm not just talking you through something. I'm actually using my voice to emit something that helps you shift into another state, right? So it feels like meditation. It does. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason people resist meditation is because we've been we've been lied to. 
we've been been told that meditation is somehow outside of our religion. Mm. And here's what I say. Do you really think, you know, regardless of your religion, is it better to listen or talk in, in life or religion? I mean, honestly, I'm sure that God might get tired of hearing me talk. I don't beg, but if I did, God's tired of that too. So why don't we start to listen to God? Because then we can truly hear the path and the vision for our lives. It's already there. It's already done, right? So if we can just close our mouth, and even what I always say is when you're going to meditate, don't just get still and close your mouth. Place your tongue at the top of the roof of your mouth because you have to quiet the mind because your jaw is always moving. You're always thinking, right? If you put the tongue at the roof of your mouth, it helps you remember to stop overthinking because just because our mouth is quiet doesn't mean our mind is quiet. So meditation, I think, scares people. They think they're going away from God somehow, but you're actually surrendering to God. You're listening instead of telling, talking, or pleading, or preaching, or begging. So why not listen to God? Why not listen to your higher power, your source, your creator, whatever, and however you call that, doesn't even matter. This is not about religion. It's about one, all one, just listening. So meditation can be scary. Also, people say, I can't meditate. I can't sit still. And the more that's true for you, the more you should meditate. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I do. I know exactly what you're saying. I can't meditate. And I, I tell people whenever they say they can't meditate, I tell them to spell meditation. And they say M-E and right away I tell them to stop. I say, all right, now say, uh, say it again. Now use that same that same comment, like I can't meditate or I can't me. Or I, I tell them to say, say I can't me. Right. Or I don't have time for meditation. I don't have time for me. And when that happens then they start realizing like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. I do have time for me. Well, I was like, you just said that you didn't have time for you. So, you know, um, you know, know, be mindful of that. Um, I love what you're talking about. Wow. We got some questions from the audience. They and just like, hello. Oh, they're just saying that this is good. Thank you so much for everything that we're that we're sharing. Um, And you are welcome. Ruth Fogg World. This is so good. Hey. Awesome. I'm so happy that we got people <laughs> learning from this. This is incredible. Um, so you wrote this incredible book, The Cosmic Athlete, you know, be, be Beyond Mindfulness. And, you know, we started to get into this mindfulness space and this quantum physics space. Uh, 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 I, I would say, well, we've been a part of it for a very long time, right? But now it's starting to become more commercial. Everyone is starting to become more aware of uh, quantum physics, mindfulness, meditation. Uh, and, you know, the cosmos can be sometimes offsetting and off-putting. Like, what what makes you feel like to you need to dive in deep with your language and how you explain things and how you share things and just talk about things that are unfathomable, <laughs> like beyond our, our, our mental grasp? You know, what, what What makes you just lean into it? You know, because sometimes it can be offsetting uh, and, and a turnoff for a lot of people. But you just live into yours. You lean into it more. What What allows for you to just lean into being Laura? Hmm. You know, the best thing I can be is Laura. And I think I spent a lot of time trying to fit into the little tiny worlds of other people. Honestly, if these words that I use scare people, it's because they tend to live in a narrow lane where if they haven't heard of it, it can't be real. One time someone said, 
well, I've never heard of that. So I'm not sure if I believe it. I said, so you only believe in things you've heard of on this earth with billions of people like, wow. And I said to the guy, I said, wow, I'm so glad I live in a world where I'm okay with things I've never heard of being okay. And he was kind of like, huh? And so it was interesting because I, I just 100, as you see, I'm 100% me. It's like everything I can do to not like, you know, show you little unicorn dolls and things because I'm so me and I like to be present as me and show up in a way that allows others to have permission to be themselves. And honestly, I'll be bored. Like if people don't like the word cosmic and cosmos and I mean, I'll be really bored. Like I need to use those words. They are important because they're real. And aren't we done living just at the material level? Like, don't you want to explore beyond the mind? I mean, if this is everything that we think we exist as, then, wow, our lives can't be as meaningful as we sometimes dream of them as being. And I'm someone with a big imagination. So, you know, Prince, you know me, I'm, I'm silly and goofy. And I want everyone to use their imagination to recognize greatness. And, you know, I want people to laugh. I don't care. I'm not afraid of being laughed at. You know, I'm the person who falls like in the grocery store and I'll laugh before strangers laugh and then they know they can laugh. Right. Mm. So I want, I, I desire that people stop letting themselves get in their own way because that's always really what stops people from being great. And so if I say, Hey, I want you to average 20 points a game, 10 rebounds a game. If I say that to a basketball player, they might go, I don't know if I can do that. And then there's the doubt. If I say, I want you to score a million points a game and have 100,000 rebounds. Well, they know they've never done that. So now they're completely off the hook to be free. And they get to now have imagination. They, I make them imagine themselves scoring a million points in the game. And I had a kid the other day, a 14-year-old. I started working with some younger athletes because I noticed that they are really open to this. And we have been doing a million points a game. He said, today I'm going to score 10 million points. It's like, what? Okay. So... The imagination will guide us to new places where we've never been. And we always say, you know, well, that's impossible. Well, some things might be impossible and other things we think are impossible aren't. You know what I'm saying? Because just because no one's done it doesn't mean it's impossible. It just hasn't been done. So do do you ever think of like, I mean, do you have like, Prince, do you have something you think of like, what if you scored a thousand touchdowns in the game? You know what I'm saying? Like, what about that? Could that make you a little excited to visualize? Most definitely. You know, all of my games that I played, it was always I'm going to make everyone look like they are are competing with um, a superhuman. Right. And so my mindset was always set at a very high level because I started realizing that uh, the more you surrender, I love that word that you use, the more that you surrender, you allow yourself to just go. You go with the flow. And and you really dive deeper into a, a, a part of yourself that you never knew existed. And, um, you know, me, my background, being able, being able to spend time at a monastery and tap into that um, has allowed for me to be able to share this this beautiful insight uh, when it comes to the zone. You know, uh, I can I can use as many beautiful words uh, and phrases as I want to, but in order for anybody to go in the zone, they have to actually practice it. And um, that's what I really, really harp on. Look, we have a we have a question from the audience, uh, Ruthie's Vlog World. He said, and he and she, it's like their mates, they said, can we meditate on scriptures in the same way? Mm. <laughs> yes. Why not? Yes. Like bring your holy book into all this because it's not, they're not separate. 
Mm-mm. You know, they're meant to be integrated together. I mean, honestly, you know, the idea that we are already healthy, you know, that it's already done. That's, I use a lot of Bible language. It's kind of funny. I use language like that and people don't always catch it. You know, then I talk about meditation. Oh, wait. It's like, no, did you not just hear me? The Christ consciousness. I just said that, mm. you know, I'm not outside of your religion. I'm right there within it. Understanding that this, like this connection, this is a way to feel at one, to feel connected, you know? And that's what I love about it is that when you go in the zone, you feel connected. You go, oh, I realize now what's going on. Now I can surrender. Now I can have more trust and faith. Like mm. now I can have, like, my thing is, if you're nervous about how you're going to play in the game, I would say that you lack faith. Mm. And we're supposed to have faith, are we not? Right. So the zone helps you get to a place where you don't lack faith that you're good enough when you're in the game. And so for me, it actually has helped me get much closer to my connection with the Almighty, with Creator, with Source. Like because of the zone work, I I'm like in awe. I'm literally in awe. Like wow, look at this world that we live in. It's regardless of whether you think it's good or bad, depending on what you choose to see, right? So I know there are things that happen. And when you go into the zone often enough, and when you meditate, you actually begin to see more of the good. You see more of the love. Have you found that to be something that you experienced, Prince? Oh, most definitely. Um, man, the, the faith aspect of it is such a beautiful thing, you know, because that's not re- that's, that's not religious. It's just more believing in, in the powers that be, right? And I've, I've always found myself to... Uh, use meditation as a the, the, the prerequisite um, to allow for me to become uh, uh, mindful and identify with the zone, yeah. you know, and, and doing it continuously because, uh, you, you know, like tapping into the zone is one thing, but we also have these external stressors and emotions, you know, these emotional dips and, and, and rises. And so sometimes we have to figure out, you know, how do we how do we get there right and so practicing mindfulness and meditation is a it's a way for you to actually get yourself in that zone relax a little bit and get yourself ready and that is why i preach it all the time you know i, I had to find out even for me when when i first heard about meditation you know it was like a like a a woo woo voodoo stuff right and then afterwards afterwards i um you know, after seeing, you know, watching a lot of kung fu movies, um, and everybody was kung fu fight. <laughs> watching some, right, watching some kung fu panda, and um, and and some the last Avatar with Aang, and and the movie the Avatar, right? Um, you know, I, I was able to really let go and just dive in deep. You know, going to a monastery is is can can be some something that's very scary. Right, because you're like, what is this? What 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 am I doing? Like, oh my goodness, I've pre- I've pretty much given up my life, and now <laughs> I'm over here, you know, um, sitting down with my legs crossed uh, and in a position trying to stay calm as possible and be as still as possible. Right, and you have so many thoughts, but it's not until you learn how to settle and you allow for your energy and your nerves to settle do you start really surrendering yourself and and like you said connecting with that that internal part of you that faith that 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 doesn't doubt yeah. that, that doesn't allow for you to even even experience doubt at that moment in time it's just like you're just operating as if hey this isn't supposed to happen and whenever you're talking to yourself you know you're saying to yourself like do this 
and you do it right. <laughs> yeah, it, it, right. You don't second guess it. You don't try to analyze it. You know, and and those are those beautiful moments. You know, have you ever had moments like that where you, you didn't second guess anything? I remember reading in your book that you did have some moments like that. Uh, can you share it with us? Yeah, I mean, I have moments like that now. You know, even like things like on Clubhouse. Some like I've been in a room on Clubhouse, and there'll be like a thousand people, and someone says, "Oh, I want to." I see Laura Wilds in the room. I want to know what she thinks. <gasps> Like, I'm just trying to sit here and listen and learn. So I have this thing. I instantly go to the zone. I do this little technique. I, I literally go into the zone and I'm ready. And so mm. I go into the zone all the time. If I'm like one time I was driving and this police officer was following me. I didn't like it, you know, because I was going probably the speed limit, but I didn't really know. Sorry. You know, I'm fixing my camera. I was going to speed limit. And I felt like I was being followed and I was a little nervous. I was like, let me go into the zone. Cause in the zone, you can connect with anyone at, at any time for anything. Mm. So I go in the zone and I just, I talked to him. I said, Hey, my car is completely legal. I know that my plate is paper, but I just bought the car. And I like, I told my friend, I said, I'm going to have him leave. Watch. He followed us for like five miles. And then he all of a sudden peeled off and she was like, Whoa. So to me, the zone is not just about sports. It's about, you know, what if I want to, uh, what if I'm at a party and I want to really feel connected? Or what if I would like to talk to my son and I can't get a hold of him? Like the zone helps you create a, kind of a wrinkle in the distance between you and someone else. Mm. Or if I, let's say I'm going to the bank, I'm trying to get a loan. I better go in the zone because in the zone, you're in the collective unconscious. Now suddenly you and that banker are connected in a different level. So mm. I've had people tell me things like, I've, I don't know how this you made this happen, but we've never seen this happen before. And I'm like, oh, really? Okay. You know, I always you're, know. I you're a magician. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I know I have a secret uh, weapon, which is the zone. And so people will question it and say, so I'm just like messing around on it. And those people will question, like, I've never seen this happen. How did you do this? How did this show up? And I say, you know, I was just present. And because really the zone is about being completely present. And the best thing about the zone is that you lose your personality. Like I like my personality, but I do know that my personality is full of doubt, self-sabotage, worry, anxiety. So let me step outside of it for a minute, because if I let go of my personality, I actually can be great. Like without the inner voice that doesn't love everything about me. Just how about no voices, honestly? And if there is a voice in the zone, guess whose voice it is? <laughs> Bow down. <laughs> you know, it's a voice from a higher, so much higher power. I don't want yes. to hear a voice. You know, I really yes. don't. Right? Yeah. I want I want to hear that commanding voice where you, you look up at the yeah. sky, you're like, what? <laughs> exactly. What's that? Right? Exactly. <laughs> no, is speaking to me, <laughs> right? <laughs> I love that what you said about, you know, um your personality because whenever you do hit the zone or whenever you go into a deep contemplation, your your, your personality definitely leaves. You know, and and I have this exuberant personality as well. And so um, whenever I I come out of a deep contemplation, deep meditation, you know, people are like, what, like, you okay? Like, people are constantly asking me, like, is everything okay? And I'm like, no, I'm just extremely calm. They're just like, you're too calm. Let me tell you, look, I went to a meditation retreat for 11 days. And they're like, what do you do there? I'm like, nothing. Like, what? I'm like, hey, don't talk. And I have friends like, there's no way you didn't talk for 10 days. Like, I did. I really did. Right. <laughs> I don't believe it either, but it's true. I did not talk for 11 days. And, and how, how did you feel? How, how did you feel after not speaking oh. for 11 days? Because I'll tell you, with being at the monastery, 
you know, like that's that's what we do. We don't speak um, for more than 11 days. I mean, it's pretty much that's the lifestyle. Right. And so when you come out of that silence, you 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 you've pretty much like stacked and generated so much knowledge, so much wisdom. And and it seems like all your energy is is I'll tell you the way that I think about it, like all your energy stacks up. Right. And you order it. And whenever you're ready to speak or whenever you're ready to share something with anyone, everything comes out seamlessly. Everything comes out in the most articulate manner and you're able to just let things flow. So how was it after that 10 days of silence? Man, so as I'm driving, because I had to drive home, which was weird, right? (laughs) Suddenly you're in the world because I didn't see a car or a cell phone for 10 and almost 11 days. I came out and the world was deafening. I was like, stop talking. Like I would, you know, go into Starbucks. Like, why are they talking? It sounds like everyone's just talking about a bunch of junk because they are really. If you think about it, yes. most of us are talking about junk. We're talking to hear ourselves talk. When I came out of the, the meditation retreat, mm-hmm. I was a different human being. I was a better human being. Mm-hmm. I could actually hold love for others in a higher, at such a higher frequency than I ever had before. I really saw the love in every human in a way that I had not before. And it changed me. I mean, it had me like in a, in a great and deeper sense of humility. I should say the greatest, maybe my greatest sense of humility about other beings. Like, Oh, I'm in their presence. So even though they were kind of talking too much for me, I was still like in awe of them. Like look at this being, because when you empty out your mind in those 10 days of silence, you realize how much you're judging yourself all the time and how much you're judging others. And I also noticed like I could, my body felt like I was 10 years younger because our thoughts keep our body in a state of pain. And if anyone has like a chronic illness or it's going through some illness or suffering or sickness or pain, if you sit in meditation for a long period of time, you will see the connection your mind has made to the body. And we know that our body keeps a score. There's actually now a book called that our body keeps a score. And so what happens is in your 10 days of silence, your body equals the score to zero, zero. And so I had this really bad hip injury. It disappeared in those 10 days and it's never come back. So the silence wasn't just good for my mind. It was good for my body. It was good for my intelligence. And guess what? I created uh, quantum sports medicine there without knowing it. I came out and suddenly I just started writing and there was quantum sports medicine and all like in its entirety. So it's if you want to be really creative or write a film or write a book, go shut up and be quiet. <laughs> and when you're done, it'll all be there. Empty out the junk. Just let it pour out. Just let great. it pour out. That was so beautiful. I love that because that is the same experience that I had and beyond. So, like, I love that you shared that with anyone and everyone. So if you are, if you have writer's block, if you have creativity block, like go and sit down and be quiet and allow for yourself to uh, uh, ring out those, those frivolous thoughts. All right. And then after you ring that out, then um, allow yourself to be filled with all the creativity and all the thoughts that you're looking to have. Um, So before we get out of here, uh, I wanted to say to you, what would you tell your younger self? What would you tell um, that, that 16, 17, 18-year-old Laura? Oh, my goodness. I'd be like, girl. <laughs> I, would, I would say go for it. I'll say go for go it for with it. a passion and a fire inside of you 
because you don't know how long you have and you never know when you're going to have something get in the way and have to slow it down. So I'd say also, I'd say run more, use your body more. Like really, I'd say play basketball as long as you can until they kick you out of the gym, play basketball. Mm. I would say, you know, run college track, even if you're just on the practice squad. You know, I did run track, but, you know, when I couldn't compete because my eligibility was over, the coach said, hey, do you want to come out? I said, no, I should have. Like, my body, you know, isn't quite the same. I mean, I can still do things, but, the, with, you know, youth is wasted on the young. I now know what that means. And we have to recognize that we have, like, in the whole scheme of the world, we are here for one blink. Like, mm. and you're gone. And so use that blink wisely. If you meditate, the blink slows down. It goes to slow motion. You know, I would tell myself, don't let your 20s and 30s pass you by because you're in a whirlwind of stress and mess. Like slow your mind down early. I would have gone to the 10-day retreat at age 20, honestly. I'd have gone earlier. That's the main wow. And I said, don't forget to stop and smell the roses. Ooh, look at that. Look at that bouquet of roses in the background. Somebody is special. Oh, yes, an early gift birthday present from a friend. Yes. Ah, nice. Your birthday is coming up soon. When is your yeah. birthday? Pisces Energy, March 19th. March 19th. Everybody, let's go ahead and give her um, a <laughs> quick happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. I'm going to give you my Stevie Wonder version. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. hey. Oh, man. <laughs> so I love all everything that you're sharing, all the wisdom, all the knowledge. My last question to you is, what do you want your legacy to look like? Ooh, so one of my goals is IL squared, which is I leave a legacy. And so what I want my legacy to look like is yet to be, it's yet to be seen. I don't know. I do hope, I don't hope, I will create a legacy that allows others to feel freer. And I'd like to really find the science that backs up things like quantum sports medicine, quantum player development. And the science is there, but I want it to really show. And also I'd like to win a world championship in a way that includes consciousness. So mm. I'd like consciousness to be uplifted. I'd like people to be more happy and people to unleash their genius. And whether or not they know I was part of their process or their journey, I would just like the world to be a better place for my kid and my grandkids that I'll have one day. So that's the goal really is for people to start to recognize how powerful they are. And if I can help one person recognize that all that power is inside, then then I've left a legacy. So in that way, you're just multiplying the multiplying and scaling the idea of helping others unleash their genius. I know it's a long way to say it. However, if I boil it down, it's just people unleash their genius by doing superhuman mental reps and asking themselves big, huge questions like, what is the nature of being greater? What is the nature of prosperity? Or what is the who or what must I become in order to be great? in a field of work or a line of business that I haven't even considered. So ask her those big questions. And when I ask, make people ask themselves big questions, they come to the answer through source, through listening, and through really being on a path that is uh, a destined path. They're very important, valuable, and cherished and purposeful path. And that's when I get to smile and feel really excited that I've had an impact or made an impression. Wow. You are definitely on a, on the destined path, especially with the background that you have behind you with those trees and that yeah. wood is like nature. You're in the, in the middle of nature. You can connect. So connect to all your superpowers and everything else. So it looks so serene and so official. So thank you so much for sharing that. You know, um, so Laura, 
we we have to run. I wish we had more time, but I just want to tell you, like, thank you so much for your time, your energy, your spirit, your knowledge, your wisdom. Um, how can people find you? Where can they find you at? Thank you, Prince. Thanks for having me. Uh, if you guys want to reach out and find me, uh, the best way to start is Instagram, Laura Mitchell Wild, and Wild has an E at the end. That's Laura Mitchell Wild. And um, I'm also on my website, lauramwild.com and Clubhouse, Laura Wild. <laughs> Clubhouse I actually got to early enough to get my name without the whole Mitchell in the middle. <laughs> so I paid attention. I was an early adapter. But what I was, was going to say, Prince, is I talked about the questions and the superhuman mental reps. And I made a free ebook if anyone wants to know about that a little more. It's called The Three Gems of Mental Performance. And if you just uh, send me a message with the word gems on Instagram, you don't have to say hi. I don't, it's, you can, but don't feel obligated to write a paragraph. <laughs> if you just send the word gems, I'll know what you want and I'll send you over to get the three gems of mental performance. And you can ask yourself big questions, you know, have examples there. And then you can really make sure you're uh, recognizing how to unleash your own genius in a way that feels good and easy and alignment. Thank you so much for that, Laura. You are wild. Uh, hey, I heard you are wild. Sorry, my singing is not the best, but I just wanted to say that because that's just my that personality, good. right? That's a good thing. <laughs> but I'm in the zone right now, and I'm feeling it, and I'm enjoying it. Look, everyone, thank you, Laura, so much for being on the show. We, I'm pretty sure everybody was happy to um, hear from you and see you and actually be introduced to you because you're doing some amazing things. And I cannot wait till we get an opportunity to partner and and share our wisdom together and, and put something and co-create something that's amazing and that's elevating and uplifting, enriching, empowering and inspirational for everyone in the world. You know, because uh, we can't measure our hearts, you know, um, but we can emit uh, that love from our hearts like a care bear, you know, and shoot that and shoot that love and that fire out and, uh, and make an impact in the world. So thank you so much for everything that you do and um, for your presence of being here. It's a gift. Thank you so much. I'm so honored and humbled that I got to be here with you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Any second you spend of your life with us, we are we know it's a treasure. So thank you for sharing that. Mm. And with that note, I'll have to say we have to go now. We have to wrap it up. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. This is Game Beyond the Game, Talk That Talk. Today, my guest was my guest was Laura Wild, and she did such an incredible job. Make sure that you click on the link and go and follow me on YouTube at Prince Daniels. I'm sorry, at Prince Ad. JR. Also subscribe to the YouTube page at Prince ADJR. Um, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and just enjoy being in the zone, being in bliss, and being in joy. Look, we'll be here next week, same bat time, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Look, make this day your best day. Stay in the present. There's a saying. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. But today is a gift. That is why it is called the present. When you learn how to stay in the present, you realize that you are a gift. Peace, you all. Have a good one. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new show is posted. And please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. 
To learn more about our events, courses, and other programming, check out GameBeyondTheGame.com. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.